Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity, and coach clients with confidence. We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work, and that with the right structure, support, and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So how do you learn, qualify, and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching. Five steps to plan your fit pro success in 2021. That's today's episode, Hayley. That is. Welcome. Welcome back to season six, episode Episode two. two. And last week we had a huge response, tons of people reaching out and loads and loads, literally thousands of downloads. And it was all about getting focused inside 2021. And I was going to say, if you haven't already gone and seen episode, or listened, Listen, it, to episode... This is a podcast, It is a podcast. If you haven't listened to episode number one of season six, then definitely go back and check it out. Because it's going to really help as we move into today. Yes. And I think without it, you're probably going to end up with a lot more questions and maybe more confusion. Completely. That's why it's you won't inside the, the season, focus. right? That's why it's inside the season. Oh, so yeah. a series of episodes. But saying that, if you did want to watch, I'm going to put a sneaky little plug in here. There is literally uh, almost 13,000 subscribers now on our YouTube channel. So if you're not subscribed on YouTube, yeah. head over there yeah, because there. every week you can watch us on the premium, on the video. And the nice thing is you can leave comments underneath and yeah, it's cool. a, even more interactive. But if you're a listener and you're out walking around, don't worry. Just as good to listen to us. 100%. And so just like season two where it's like an episode where we was helping fit pros kind of kickstart. I think this season's very, very similar mm. in respect you've got to go through. I believe you've got to go through episode one. Now we're in episode two. So last week was all about focus and this week's all about planning. Yes. Okay. So we've got five clear steps to get you in the right frame of mind to plan and have success in 2021. And I know that we've mentioned like the year and it is January as we're filming this, but if you're listening to this at any other point of the year, like it's so appropriate still. It's not just about planning a whole year in in front. The principles you learn of planning, having a clear focus from uh, last week's sessions, not yesterday, (laughs) last week's session, and then moving into today where you then go and plan it, they're part of a, a bigger formula that we're going to go through. Well, it's this a season. strategy, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's not just like a, a fad or a, mm. like something you a bit of kit, for example, you get in the gym where it, it comes in and it's in. It's trendy for a few weeks. What we're talking about here is a is a strategic principle, uh, a particular uh, approach you would take. It doesn't matter whether you're doing it in January. March, July, September, you've got to get super focused on what it is you want, which was last week. And then you've got to put a plan in place and have a series of steps inside planning to pull that off and get yourself towards the goal. Because effectively, that's what we're all after. You're here because you want to... um, Pass your exams, yes, build your confidence and get that knowledge. It might be that you want to progress as a fit bro. It might be that you want to launch your fitness business. Yep. Either way, you had a clear goal. And we said, regardless of the pink elephant in the room, last week, oh, regardless yeah, pink of this complete. pink elephant trampling all over yep. what might feel your goal or taking you on a bit of a roller coaster ride. Yep. And the pink elephant in this case was coronavirus lockdown. Yep. Um, so you might have these things that change it. However, if you're focused on your goal, then that means that we can then create a clear plan that allows you to continue regardless of those obstacles. Yes, completely. And I think that's a really key part of a plan is that it's solid enough that it can keep you going and it's rigid and has that support structure. But at the same time, it's got a little bit of give that it's allows it to... Enough. Yeah, yeah, completely. 
Allows like, it to move. Last week, you, you know, we talked about the pink elephant being coronavirus, and that's the thing kind of trampling our goals. You might be listening to this in 2022, July, <laughs> and, you know, fingers crossed, let's just say coronavirus <laughs> is like long gone. <laughs> but so. there, still, there will still be a pink elephant, right? Yeah, there'll there will be still be our own pink elephant that is trampling over our goals. Yeah. Something in life is throwing us lemons, but saying, right, right now, this is tough to achieve my goal because of X. And we've all, we could all easily pick or pluck a very plausible justified reason why we're not achieving our goals and right now in january 2021 it's coronavirus lockdown but in this is this this episode will be relevant in 2025 and the point is that that pink elephant could be anything any obstacle that gets in the way or you perceive it to get in the way and what we were saying throughout all of the last episode is really that it doesn't get in the way. You just find another way of enjoying the ride yeah. um, in a different mode. And that's really where this plan comes in is because we're going to allow you to Completely. enjoy that yes. ride regardless of all the obstacles that you might feel are in your way. Your timeframes might change mm. to get towards your end, end outcome. Yeah. But effectively, if you if you did episode one justice last week and got really focused and understood what it is you want and why you want it, you'll have enough kind of jet fuel behind you to to ride any storm, mm. to get through that darker period, to to not let the elephant trample over, all over yes. your goal. And you've got to have enough fire in there, in your belly, okay, to, to get through it, right? Yeah, which only happens if you have the focus. Completely. So, so. principle, oh, yeah, so <laughs> principle or step number one, Hayley, where are we going yeah, with regards to planning? Step number one is about the end in mind. So that's why it links so much to what we were just saying, it links so much to the previous episode. You need to know what your final deadline is going to be for your ideal focus. Yeah. So this isn't just, let's relate it to clients for a second. It's not just, I want to lose weight at some point. It's, I want to lose this set amount by this set time frame so that there's a very clear outcome. And if you know that clear outcome and you know the clear deadline you're giving yourself, it's very different to um, create an outcome in three months than it is 12 months or one week. (laughs) Completely. And I think you can go deeper on that. And, you know, we've talked a lot about this inside this uh, January Kickstarter, what we're doing in terms of like kickstarting people's businesses. And we've talked a lot about this in blogs before and on the Fit Pro sessions about this be, have and feel. Yes. So that end outcome with the end in mind, what are you going to be once you've achieved your Mm. goal? So, uh, you know, from a revision perspective, you're going to be confident. You're going to be somebody that's passed. You're going to be somebody that has more knowledge. And then you can say, well, what am I going to feel once I've achieved this? Well, I'm going to feel an element of pride. Yeah. I'm going to feel an element of um, confidence. confidence. Or that I've achieved something that yeah. I'm really proud of. Or yeah. even down to like, I feel overwhelmed, mm. the fact that I've passed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or it, okay, could even, yeah. it could even feel that I feel amazing that I've passed. But likewise, you could see, you could go, I feel, I'm going to feel lost. Mm. Because, on what to do next. On what to do next. Mm. So, how you, what are you going to be, what are you going to have, and what are you going to feel? And I think when you get connected with your end in mind, I like that. now you've got something to really hold on to because you can see it, you can feel it, you could imagine touching it. You know, if you were to touch your end goal, what would it look like? Yeah, if you could put yourself in it, which Completely. we said about in the last yes. episode as well, that picking yourself up and moving yourself into that five questions deep of saying, this is and everyone, where I'm at. Everyone works with their different senses in different ways. You know, mm. if it was, uh, if you were to give it a taste, what would it taste like? Mm. If it was to have a smell, what would a it smell chocolate. like? Completely. And like, like, let's just say, let's ride on that one. Let's just say, for example, of course, it would always be chocolate. But let's just say, like, you, you obviously really like chocolate and you attached that feeling of, like, it would... 
it would smell and taste like chocolate. You're like, that's a really good thing. Mm. And when you look at gold... And also it's smooth and it's kind of luxurious and completely. it's kind of got this nice <laughs> sort of like texture to mouth. it. Yeah, exactly. Which is comforting. So like, that's all quite positive as a, a gooey feeling yeah, with it. From a goal attainment, you, mm. exactly what you've just said. It's got this connection of positivity of something I really want and I mm. want to work towards. There's at no point during this, this first step of planning okay, with that the end in mind, that your mind or your brain would detach from that yeah. or, or recognise that as a negative association. Yeah. You're constantly associated with a positive of like, I, like I want this goal, the goal attainment is here and it's going to feel like this, I'm going to have this, I'm going to be this person. If it had a taste, it would taste like this, it had a smell, if I could give it a colour, what would it do? You I like that articulation of... of it. I like that, that you can articulate it in a way that you might not even say. It doesn't have to be the logical no, of no, like no, this, 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 this. Um, but you still want it to be measurable. Which you is still why, want the clarity. Yeah, you still want that clarity. But that's why I think goals are very personal. Because so mm. many fit pros say to me, you know, nobody's going to really understand my goal. Or a lot of people, when I talk to them about my goal, don't don't get me. And mm. I feel that. When I talk about my goals to some people, they look at me as if, like, I'm barking up the wrong tree. Like you've just said you're going to the moon on a yeah, skateboard. Completely. Yeah, and, and you're just like, <laughs> but no one's meant to, no one is meant to understand your goal. No. So if you were to give it a colour, a taste, to smell or food whatever it's, it's for you it's for you to personally yeah. attach to mm. and i think you know this first step of focus and having that end in mind get really really connected so i know we're almost repeating a little bit of last week but i can't stress how important that is yes and i think the key also part here is that's different to what we said last time yeah. is now the deadline we're gonna need to know the deadline that you want to achieve this by or certain parts of this so yes with coronavirus you might say well it's unsure the final time frame yeah. of that when but you could have mini projects or mini goals within that so your 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 performance related goals yeah you could still diarize and say well in an ideal world, this would be three months from now, or in an yeah. ideal world, this would be four weeks from now. Yeah. So you've got to have something to aim towards. But you might, at this point uh, of like the current environment, you might be saying, well, my final kind of dartboard throw of hitting my final goal is a little bit unknown. But in order to get to that little bit of unknown of flexibility on date, I still must hit these milestones. And I'm going to say, yeah, you still have to know where that centre of yeah. your dartboard is. So you're aiming for it. Even if something else moves your dartboard, at least you've got something to aim for. And we say this to people with their exams all the time that... Let's say you're taking your exam online, so you can book it whenever you like. The amount of times I've heard people say, I'm not booking it yet because I can do it whenever I want to. I'm not booked it yet, I can do it whenever I want to. So as a result, they don't start revising or studying yep. or set a plan. Rather than saying, I'm going to aim to do it eight weeks from now. That's just my target. And then I can I can actually reverse engineer all of the things I need and to that's do. that's what we're trying to talk about here, yeah, which will be the next couple of steps. Yeah, you need to know something. Just give an ideal which like is why, I mean, a lot of our exams have gone online mm -hmm. and that's why we don't allow the learner, you guys, to actually go away and say, well, I can book it whenever I want. We actually say when your exam date's going to be, which puts a date in your diary, which now you can say, right, there's, tw there's 10 weeks before the exam and there's eight modules. I'm going to spend one week per module and I've got two weeks to fully revise at the end. Yeah. And the results for success goes up. We did that with a lady for one of our first online exams. Yeah. And she, she was, well, I'm going to say quite nervous, but she went and passed first time with like 98% or something. 
something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, so you've got to have a goal in there. And, and I think, you know, whilst we can look at this kind of pink elephant coronavirus situation and say, and find all the reasons why it won't work, mm. I genuinely believe if we've got enough focus, we can find all the reasons why it can work. Oh, so like we can that. flip it on its head. Now, if we rewind back to March last year, I you know, distinctly remember sitting in the office next door, kind of almost like, oh my God, I don't know where this is going. We had to yeah. postpone so many courses. How are we going to kind of survive, I suppose? There yeah. was so much in the news around different industries being closed down, being shut down. You can work, you can't work. Don't go out, go out. Like loads of things. And whilst we kind of like, so much. I jovially uh, joked, is that the right word to say yeah. that? About that. You know, there was this huge element of anxiety of this, like predicting the worst and and seeing a future-based event for what it could be. And something that, that we've talked about before, and I think we set in every episode, because it's been such an influence, has been the work from Tony Robbins. And yeah, if yes. whatever you focus on, wherever energy uh -huh, goes, nice that's where energy is going to flow. Yeah. And so, you know, I really remember during like March and April, that a lot of my energy thoughts and emotions were going towards all the reasons why this won't work uh, okay. and effectively allowing the elephant to trample all over our goal yeah now, and decide where you're going with now, it yeah oddly well it's not oddly is it? It, it if i looked at the revenue mm. that month of april was our one of our worst performing months inside parallel for yeah. almost two and a half years yeah and so you could look at that and say the situation is ta it, it was an ex it was a, what am I looking for the, a normal response to an abnormal environment. Yes. But ultimately, I was allowing that, you allowed that to happen that by to focusing happen. on the things yes. that you didn't want to happen. Completely. And, and it's really that you easy about. in this focus, this first step to yeah. focus on all reasons why it won't happen given the situation. Now then, if we go forwards to the next month, yeah. Okay, June was a better month. But July was our best month ever in trading. Yeah, it was. And we impacted more people in July than ever before. And I'm, I'm really... And nothing changed. The gyms are still shut. Nothing we still couldn't changed. do the training. And yeah. what's amazing is every month consecutive to that has increased mm. again. So it's about what's in, in your control based on where you focus. And this isn't, the message here isn't about revenue or numbers here. Yeah. Okay, but that is a predict. That is an outcome of business. Yeah. Okay, that is a a marker of. I think it's success. a really key thing to be able to turn around and say, "That's what I'm aiming for." Gives and you the focus. It. And one of the things, or the next step, we're going to talk to you about in terms of planning. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to give you below is in the show notes is a is a free resource actually in a webinar training which I know a number of you have seen already, but I'm going to stress you go back and and actually do it. This time yeah. <laughs> it sounds really harsh, doesn't it? <laughs> if you uh, haven't already. Around around social media. And one of the things there is about being consistent. And so one of the things I noticed during April, March and April last year was not only my thoughts and emotions were diverted and energy towards all the reasons why it won't happen. I also noticed I perhaps wasn't as consistent mm. in my habits that have got me thus far. Right. Okay. So you let your thoughts and feelings and focus totally change. And as a result, your actions stop. Completely. And I was relying on being motivated mm. as opposed to being disciplined. Right. And then I went back to all of my previous months of what I class as the Holy Grail. And we're going to talk about that very shortly. And I'm going to give you an example and the, and the free template. So you dialed back into the structure. Go got back into planned. step one of focus. And I know, mm. I'm, I know I'm really talking loads about this now, but I went back into that focus and went, right, what's happened to this point? What's worked? Mm. And then pulled all that forward. Yeah. And then pulled off one of the best months we've had inside Parallel. Perfect. 
Okay, that and makes that's sense. What, that's what I mean that's by focus. That's a good story. Focus. It gives good context. That's why yeah. focus is so key because yeah. where focus goes, energy flows. It does. Perfect. There you go. So step number two, which tees up nicely exactly, now. Exactly, is to now write down your weekly and daily actions that you need to do between yeah. now and deadline finish. <laughs> Remember, ideal deadline. What are the actions, Perfect. both daily and weekly, that you need to do to get that? If it's a longer term, you might even include monthly. Yeah. Um, but what are the actions? And you would literally list these down. So if I'm talking revision, I would probably write in like that I needed to learn a, a, how many muscles I need to learn. Like Let's say well, let's learn one I'm muscle pause per you day. Down. I'm pause you there. So your first action point from this in terms of a plan would say... Let's look at the entire syllabus and like, well, what do I need to know? How do I cover, do I cover everything? all 50 muscles? How well, am I going to spread all them all out? All eight modules, for example. So yeah. all eight modules inside level two, level three, or six inside nutrition and seven inside principles. How am I going to cover this? Now, let's just say you are going to go with level two principles and you're not in the, the biggest of rushes, but you still want to keep on track. You might go, well, the seven modules, I'm going to do that across 14 weeks. Nice. Okay. So my first action point is to provisionally book my exam 14 weeks from now. My back's against the wall. Now you can reverse engineer it. That's nice. the route I would That's go. cool. That's really logical. Else you end up potentially picking something that's not realistic to the time yes. frame that you have. It's so, not achievable. So if you're in a, in a rush, you might say, well, you know, can I do this in four weeks? And we've had so many people pass their level two or three A&P in four weeks. Because you can still cover the same content. Just in you've just a got to more do, condensed Yeah, time. so rather than doing, say, say one or two hours a week, you're going to do almost one or two hours every other day, which yes. is a big deal. I get that. And it's a big ask, but everyone's got different diaries. Mm. And that's what this is all about. It's about planning and scheduling your time. And what works for you. So that second point is really the weekly and daily actions that you're going to need to do. Um, yes. In order to make that thing a reality. So if we reverse engineer it, you might say, well, in order to do principles exam in 14 weeks i'm going to do one module every yeah. two weeks so the first module off the top of my head i can't remember what it is do you, do you remember what it uh, about print, uh, concepts or, or, or components components of fitness, of fitness. There, there you go. go yeah completely so you might say okay so let's take the revision mastery boot camp that that is roughly i think 75 minutes long that video yeah so you might say well i'm going to watch it all through once in the first week and then the second time I go through it in the second week, I'm going to go through and press pause and stop and fill out the cheat sheet right, nice. and then do some mock questions. So you can then look at the specific, well, I'm going to complete this module in two weeks. Now you can say, right, what am I going to do in week one and week two specifically inside that module? So you that. can go from big kind of macro goal, hit the dartboard goal, yeah. 14 weeks time. And say, right, one module is going to take me two weeks. But inside those two weeks, the specific actions I'm going to take are going to be X, Y, and Z. Nice. I'm going to watch, I'm going to rewatch, and I'm going to do this cheat sheet, and then I'm going to do these mock questions. And they're the, day, they're the actions. They're the daily They're the actions. things you list here in step two. So that these are the actions I need to do. And now I want everybody to notice all those thoughts, feelings, and worries of unease. Oh, it's much better, isn't it? Start to disappear yeah. and dissipate, because now I can say, right, I don't need to think about 14 weeks' time about being ready. All mm -hmm. I need to do now in the next three or four days... Just focus on this. ...is focus on the first domino to push over, and mm. that is watch this video tutorial. Yeah, and I don't that's need to make notes. I don't need to do anything. And part I just of this key watch. thing is knowing what you're doing and when you're doing it. So let's say you have a different project other than revision, and it's about your business, and you yes. want to get a new product launched for your business and start to get clients on board. So let's go down the route of a... Bootcamp? A Pilates, online Pilates bootcamp. Nice, I like that. Like uh, where you're going to do weekly sessions, support the people inside the group, package it all up, and you're going to have like... 
a recurring monthly fee oh, of, I like say, it. I don't know, £49 a month. Perfect. Okay, so you go, well, that's my outcome. This is when I want to launch it by, which is really key to know when do you want to launch it by. Yeah. But in order to get to launch date, which is your deadline, right? In order to get there, there's certain things that have to happen yeah. in a certain order. So you can't do it in a different <laughs> order. You can't put the sales call at the front. <laughs> that has to go at the end. Yeah. So now you have what we call a campaign plan, whereby you literally stagger out and time chunk how long it's going to take to do each stage of your campaign Just like plan. we did with revision just now. You have exactly a you have the a, same. You have a revision <laughs> campaign. That, that's yeah. what it would be called, a revision oh, campaign. And so like, I love that because so many fit pros, I see it, and we talked about this last week about the yes, yes post and the no, no post. Yeah. And loads of people are kind of um, constantly, and I see it, my timeline seems to be flooded with, mm. with people saying, um, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. Come and join this, come and join this. Almost like every post. I've seen lots of people really trying since we've been really talking about Really trying. But those types of posts really fatigue your audience. Whereas when you put this into a campaign and you say, right, four weeks from now, so let's just jump back a minute. Let's just say you're constantly asking, asking, asking. Yeah. So asking gonna, for a buy, asking to sell, pitching to you've somebody. You've got no strategic campaign. You've There's actually no gone straight to launch. You've gone straight to launch. <laughs> but the, 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 the fundamentals here of building up no, building up like, building up trust in your audience, yeah. you haven't necessarily, you don't, I'm going to say, say it, you don't deserve a right to pitch and you've not built up enough equity in your um, audience to merit a response yes. the reason no one gets back to you is because there's no equity mm. there's no emotional equity of like this person's given me so much value in advance for free well i don't i don't I, i've had nothing i don't know what they're capable of doing i don't know what they do i, I know they're a pt i know they're a pilates instructor but i don't know how, how much value they can give me yeah. are they going to give me my goal do, have they proven to me that they how know do i know what it's for do? me how do i know i will do yeah. it how do i know i have time to do this how do i know that i'll be able to manage it via zoom online tech sessions and then we wonder why but we might get one or two people in dribs and drabs join join our current setup but always like, oh, this is what I'd like to do one day. Or I see this person doing this, I'd like to do that, but never really well, able to pull it off. Well, there's a cheaper boot camp down the road and, and they yeah. disappear over there. Because it's not been, to... the gap hasn't been spread in terms of yeah. really no like and trusting you as the only person they'd ever go to. Whereas every time, not just inside Parallel, but every time, say, I've launched or relaunched parts of my boot mm -hmm. camp, I've gone, right, we're recording this on, I think it's like January the 9th now. I might say, right, I'm going to go on February the 18th. Yes. Okay. So I've given myself what would that be like five weeks. So I say right the week leading into that, the the final couple of days from the fourteenth yeah. to the eighteenth would be my onboarding, yes. ready to go live on the eighteenth. Yeah. The five days before that, my opening of the doors or my shopping cart will be open. And doing your sales calls and doing throughout my sales that time calls frame. And sales meeting. Yeah. The week before that would be a strong bit of value that I perhaps do. Well, I'd, I'd spread across all social media. I would um, perhaps do some paid for advertising. Is that the point where you start to invite them to that sales call or not quite Potentially that, that would be my doors opening campaign. Yeah, nice. So cool. almost like I've got this five-week campaign, but I've almost got five smaller campaigns mm. within that. Yes. So I've got my onboarding campaign. I've got my doors opening campaign. I've got my value campaign. Yeah. Before that, another value campaign. And then before that, another value. Another. And that value campaign might get deeper into more specific about what you're focusing on. Yes, completely. Um, but you're stacking up the focus, just like in the revision where you started off with one module and went into another and, and went into and another. another. 
you have so to on. allow time for each section of that campaign, which is Completely. what those daily and weekly tasks is all about. So now I know with that, I know exactly what I'm going to do in the first week campaign. Yeah. I'm going to produce this video. It's going to have this copy, this headline. Nice. I'm going there to send it to these people. You I'm going to have this. Yeah, the specifics. And then that tees up the next bit of content for the second campaign in, say, week two, where I do perhaps a blog or perhaps write a blog on Medium if I don't have a website. And then I line that up and I think, right, what's the question that's in my ideal client's mind that I want to solve the problem for and give them a mini win? Nice. And then I do that again in the third week campaign. And then I'm going to do a little pitch. And then I'm going to have my doors opening campaign. And it's strategic. And like, that's how what I... What you just said then was golden, by well, the way. What I went on to do, <laughs> you know, this isn't, this isn't, this is about you. I want you to, I want to help you because I know that every time I've done that inside uh, Neil Bergman Coach for me, for my stuff, yeah. I've, I've already, oh, I've always asked for say 12 to 16 new clients and I've always got 12 to 16 yeah. new clients. If not more on a waiting list. If not more on a waiting list. And every time we've done that inside Parallel, take the Squat Assessment Bootcamp. Yeah. We launched, we did a full six week campaign for that. We launched the end weekend of um, when was November, it? November. And our aim was to get into good, healthy double figures. Yeah, like so you 30 still, or so. Yeah, we ended up with 109 at the end yeah. of the first day because the campaign was... And people were expecting up. it. They were excited for it because you'd kind of brewed it. Yeah, yeah, completely. You, it's like a good coffee. You've got to brew it a little bit completely. fast. Completely. <laughs> so step two is all about planning. And below from a, from a well, inside the revision, revision boot camps, you would get, we would give you a four and an eight week revision yeah, plan. Which does it long, for you. Yeah, we do it for you alongside a revision weekly planner. But for those kind of wanting to kick start and, and, and develop their fit for a business, even if you're just after a few people, no matter how many people you're after, yeah. um, somewhere around this um, training, Video, depending on what podcast, social platform you're listening on, will be the Hit the, the show links. notes, there'll be a link yeah. in there, and that link will take you to a training that Neil done all about how to create this plan, this yeah. exact plan, how to set your time frame, how to know what to put in each day, And I know what, I know what some people media. are thinking right now as they listen to me. So I go, I've listened to that, it was really good. But it only works if you do, okay? Bit of tough love. It only love works that. if you do. Like... I know that every time I go ahead and I, I tackle my holy grail, I've literally got it to hand just behind me, just here on yeah. a bit of paper. That is always close to me in the office because that holy grail allows me to constantly stay on track and make sure... And you sure... literally tick things off, yeah. don't you? Well, it's kind of like, um, we've used this analogy on another another podcast. It's a bit like when you do a triathlon or, a, or an Ironman. <laughs> when you get in the water, when you're in the water... You, you can't necessarily see what's going on or where you're heading. There's so many other people swimming around you. Yeah. Uh, there's so much noise. You're getting kicked left, right and centre. And so you slowly, eventually, kind of swim off in the wrong direction. And you've got these kayakers throwing their paddle, beating, beating paddle the, water, into the water, which is kind of a clear sign that you're kind of like heading a little bit off course. Beep, beep. Now, yeah. that Holy Grail allows you to stay on the straightest line possible towards your that. goal. It also reminds me of that, like, oh, you're at one kilometre, you're at two kilometres. Yes, completely. You're at three kilometres. Like, it's like that tick off, isn't and it? And so every day I glance down at it and I go, cool, I've got it. I've got all, all the social media handled. I've got my emails handled. I've got my, it's, I'm, I'm going to say it's like a really sexy to-do list. But mm. so many people either A, don't have a diary or a to-do list. And so many people keep it locked up here and then beat themselves up. So for those of you that are on 
video on audio up between your left ear yeah. and right ear. <laughs> <It's Neil's laughs> okay. yeah. um, and then that causes a huge amount of anxiety because you're constantly having to a remember it and you're constantly thinking about what you've got to do in the future yeah whereas when you drop it down on a bit of paper like the holy grail the training you've got access to you don't have to remember everything or anything and also you don't have to change your mind the decision no. is made it's there it's, it's there. done you now just got to follow through but and I do can, it which relates i can to the logically next look it up look at it and say rather than keep it all in my head and try and think about the strategic steps i i map it out on a bit of uh, paper on a big whiteboard and say right if i put this message out to the marketplace What's that really saying to the marketplace? And what am I trying to overcome in my ideal client's mind? Nice. Is it an internal barrier? Is it an external barrier? Am I trying to talk about the, the way I'm going to achieve their goal, the vehicle? Yeah, I okay. like that. And then I can say, well, I need to answer this question and this question and this question. For those of you that like... And if I've answered all those questions, then somebody no longer has a question that stops them from buying. Which means when I do get on a sales call, I've already answered their question about, uh, the time of day that we're going to train or the fact that um, what happens on parents evening nights and I can't attend what happens if we go back into lockdown and there's a lot of questions that come How up before they know it's a good fit for them yeah. and that you're a good fit Perfect. with them so if you take for example dating as a really nice example for this you don't meet somebody in the first time your eyes lock across the room like well, they did with us Hayley <laughs> <laughs> ring is on the <laughs> then it's not ring on the finger yeah. instantly um, and children on the way already drafted up your first house agreement and, and know and everything that's going on and you're still on the first coffee date <laughs> yeah exactly it doesn't work like that no. and it's not the same with your clients it takes many touches in order to be able to build up that relationship yeah. with your prospective client and that's what we're doing here in a campaign like, is gradually that's what we're building doing here up right now yeah well it's building up the the know like and trust it's building up the the that that sort of date before yeah. and all the questions that you'll ask each other to find out where this is heading along the way Completely. and know you're both on the right track together so which i like that as an analogy step number two like we, so, <laughs> we definitely it's so it's so cheesy to say this but you know we're, without a plan plan to fail but the plan another cheesy quote like like you no longer have to be motivated you just got to be disciplined to look at the plan and crack on oh like, that's even a like, later step as oh, well Neil. oh i'll leave you i'll pause it so pause what, it okay so we're now on step, step number three <laughs> Neil can't read my writing i can't is... i'm looking at the notes i'm like I don't know what step number so three we've is. So we've done two. Step number three is a much shorter in principle is the fact that it's carve out time. So yes. now that you know what it is you've got to do each week, you now need to carve out time in your day to go and do that. So when Neil was saying about social media, for example, and making sure that there's this plan in place, it doesn't mean that when your alarm goes off at eight o'clock on your phone, you've now got to make sure that post goes on. You've got to create it at that moment. You might schedule them all by blocking out your time earlier in the day or later in the day and having a time where you go and create all of your content. So I've, I've, I've experimented with this and I'm, I'm really content with how I've got it now. Mm. But so my, my plan, what I do now is every morning I get up and the first thing I do with a cup of coffee is I just double check that today's content is ready. So you compare it to your Holy Grail, which was Completely. the plan from the last However, step. However, but it's already created. Nice. Okay, so then I go and create the next couple of bits of content 
for a few days ahead ah, of me okay. and I schedule it. So you're almost like a couple of days ahead I'm of yourself. Always, I'm always, at the moment, I'm really enjoying being just one to two days ahead of myself. Mm. And whereas, say, if we go back a couple of months, I tried to be, I didn't try to be, I was at least three to four weeks ahead of myself. Well, so many changes now. And but... so there's been lots <laughs> of changes. What I'm reluctant to do is to kind of like plan that far ahead because the moment we come out of, say, a national lockdown, Various algorithms are going to change on social media. The messages are going to change, and we're going to diff some content will change. So I yep. want to be I want to be reactive, and I'm actually really enjoying being reactive as opposed to responding. Hmm. Okay, nice. which okay. is a different approach. But either I'm way, learning. you've carved out time to do that first thing in the morning. Yes, um, but it only happens this this one step is the bridge between making something a plan and pulling it off and pulling it off and, pulling it off. and, and if you don't schedule yeah. that time it doesn't get done and i know what you're thinking you're probably going it's all right for you guys you don't have kids it's all right for you guys like you've got time it's all right for you guys this is your full-time job like there's always a, a, a gazillion full-time third person in parallel yeah like, there's always every 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 household every individual okay has their own issues yeah. their daily worries so and what, everyone has a pink elephant and right? everyone has a pink elephant and something my coach says to me is like whenever i do pull out those quite plausible reasons of why i can't do something he always reminds me that i'm being a bit of a snowflake mm, yeah <laughs> and, so by snowflake you mean that you think you are totally individual to totally unique yeah because every snowflake is a completely unique yeah. um ice crystal whatever it is and it like i'm just like oh god come on Give me a break, but <laughs> everybody has everyone it. has that kind of snowflake syndrome. And also, I have to say, if you think you're too busy to put something in and carve it out, there's a saying that goes, if you want something done, give it give to, it to, to a, a busy, busy person because they get it done. They understand this time management, which is all about step three. So Completely. step three, I think, is quite straightforward. However you decide to carve out your time, whether you write it in a diary, schedule it on your calendar, put reminders on your phone. And we do that. I do reminders on my phone. Oh, my time's blocked out yeah. all day long. Um, and I think it's key. I think, you know, one of the things, again, like my coach says to me, uh, following on from this, just to, just to end it, was like, if I don't carve out time and make it happen, it's not a priority. Yeah. It's not a priority. Things that get diarised get done. It's things that get diarised get done. And so I need to go back to point step number one, which is about focus. And I need to go back to last week, which was all about focus mm. and truly get focused. Because if I'm, what I'm really <clears throat> saying is I don't want my goal. If you don't get to step three and don't complete step three, you didn't want the goal. You didn't want the goal. And as harsh as that seems. Well, we've been there many a time before me when, when Neil said to me like, Hayley, you really need to get, implement this in what you do daily. Like, and I'm like, yeah, it's really, really good. I'll do that. <laughs> and then like, he's like, so did you do it? And I'm like, no, nah, no. Nah. And he's like, so did you put the date in your diary to do it? No. Nah, and don't get me wrong, like some things are like... Because it wasn't important to me. Yeah, we get distracted and things crop up. And some days, well, they does take over. And that's okay. And some days your, your plan might not go to plan. And some days you might not get your revision done, but you had planned. And some days you might have said, right, I really wanted to get a couple of posts out on social media or record a video or do whatever. And it didn't happen. And that's okay. But that but as doesn't long as eighty percent of the time it happens, that's it. it doesn't need to there. become a habit. It needs to become a discipline where you go, do you know what? Every now and then, once a week or once in a while, that's okay. It's not the end of the world if it doesn't happen. But... 20% of the time like that, okay, cool. But 80% or more, you want to be at the point whereby you can be like, I schedule to do it because it's important and I yep. get it done. But also one of the things I want to add, links add nicely in here is your clients who enlist in your, your help as a coach, they're, they're seeking your mentorship, your counsel, because you actually 
demonstrate traits of consistency. Ooh. You demonstrate traits of determination. You demonstrate characteristics of being following tenacious, through following through goals. on your goals. Because effectively, that's what they really struggle with. They, they struggle with making a goal. They struggle with breaking that goal down. They struggle with um, the, the logical steps of taking action. They struggle with the day-to-day tasks yeah. of, of shopping, of recipes, of cooking, of planning. They struggle and, with the commitment. And actually, the there's a really deeper message inside everything we do as fit pros. I genuinely believe that. Right from day dot of revising through to po- qualifying and passing, newly qualified, and getting out there and getting Exercise found. Exercise plans, is actually, nutrition There's a real guidance. hidden message for our clients. And whether they know it or not, or can articulate it or not, they are looking for consistency, determination, uh, determined people, tenacious people, mm. people that follow through and do what they say they're going to do. Because effectively, they know deep down... I can learn something from you. But that's what's needed. Mm. Like you could go, and, you could walk into Sainsbury's right now, socially distanced, of course. Okay, and you could pick <laughs> out a hundred people, and they could, you could ask them, you know, what would be your goal? And you know, let's just say, well, I don't know, it was weight loss or before, whatever, run five k. So, like, what's one of the many things that will help you get you there? And they're going to go. You've got to be consistent. You've got to have a plan in place. You've got to have somebody. To, I'd like someone to show me what to do. Okay, what would you want that person to have characteristics of? Well. They've done it themselves. They know what to do and they can pull it off. And they've at least, they might not be the finished article, but they can at least demonstrate that they hold those characteristics. So that they could teach me on these processes. Completely. Yeah. Yes. And so there's Good. a real underlying hidden message there. And I hope you got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, step four yeah. is the difference between motivation versus discipline. Yeah. So now you've got your plan. So let's just recap. Number one was focus. Step number two was about making sure you have your plan in place where you know your weekly and daily activities or tasks you need to do. Week three was to then die. Uh, no, step three was to diarise those. And step four is that motivation versus discipline. I'm going to say like straight away, like there's quite a few things in my day. But I don't particularly feel motivated to do in terms of yeah. inside parallel. It's not like, yippee, I'm going to go and do that. Yeah, like, but I'm disciplined. Like, even down to, like, yesterday I went for a run. It was at the end of the day, okay, which is uh, a little bit, it's not, it's unlike me to go for a run at the end of the day. But that's the only time I could fit it in. Right, <laughs> yeah. and it's a priority to still and do it. And it's a priority to still do it. It was raining um, down here. It was here cold. In it was cold. Um, dark. I'd, it was pretty much dark. I'd seen mates that had already been out for a run and come down off of kind of uh, kind of the lowland parts of Dartmoor with ice in their hair. So I'm like, oh, this is not sounding great. <laughs> and it wasn't about, I didn't need to feel motivated. There was not one ounce of me that was like, this will be fun. But it doesn't sound like fun in my head. You hadn't head. been looking forward to it all day. No, but I hadn't even been looking bad like on any way to it i just knew that it was going to happen because i'm disciplined that's what i mean you, I it wasn't, wasn't like oh i have to feel motivated i have to be revved up yeah, ready completely. for it i wasn't too when you said like i'm really looking forward to it i didn't look forward to it at all because then i didn't look back to it at all yes does yeah, that yeah. make sense yeah yeah definitely i just went and did it yeah and got it done and, and then that's the message and that's here. discipline and that's discipline so a different and i think that's what creates habits and knowing that it's okay like i think a lot of people when they are putting those tasks down that we said you're going to do and you go these are my weekly tasks you'll know if some of those things kind of excite you enough that you feel self-motivated to go and do straight away or self-disciplined to go and do but that's why we had the carve out time was so that you can start creating a disciplined routine whereby you go you're not used to these are the things i'm going to do regardless of how i feel 
Now, the, as soon as you phrase it like that, regardless of how I feel, in spite of how you I might feel. have yeah. a day where you feel on fire and absolutely amazing. Bam. Still going to do the same things you said compared to if you have a day when you feel groggy and frumpy and whatever. having like a, a, a achy day or whatever it Completely. might be, doms through the roof, grumpy yeah. as hell. Doesn't matter. You still do the same and things. And it's actually on those real groggy days when you still go ahead in spite of how you feel and you take action, that's actually when your habit and your discipline and your results get pulled off even more. Yes. Because you've done it in the at the hardest stage, in the darkest day, the, 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 you can get the, the, the lightest, whatever, the darkest Out night. Out of the darkest night, night comes the lightest light. Yeah, there you go, something like um, that. And also what I love is that there's so many different examples of this in your world. So if you say, I could never do that, I've always been really reactive, I've already always like Perfect. just go like off this. how I feel. Yeah. Like Let's say you just always go off how you feel. I can guarantee there's lots you do from discipline only. So you brush your teeth every day. You probably have a shower every day, maybe every twice a day, whatever you choose. You have lunch every day. You have you make a certain type of dinner or you make your coffee at a certain time. Yeah. It's discipline regardless of how you, you feel. feel. Completely. I think I think it's just so such a key thing to you might even have this as like your screensaver on your phone. Mm -hmm. Like just to remind yourself, like, if I think back to, like, I don't know, like, early 2000s when I was learning and come out of uni and, like, growing into, like, first stages of being a fit pro, I didn't like learning. I'm going to be really honest. Mm. But I knew that it would benefit me. And when I first started, like, reading, I'm not a very good reader, uh, which a number of you know, and I just remember feeling of, like, this is hard work. Mm. And it was so easy to not do it. And then the more I created this discipline nice. of going, I'm going to do it in spite of how I feel, and I created this habit, I now find myself almost two decades later churning through books like No Tomorrow. And almost choosing like, to do it. Like once, I've got, once we've finished recording this, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm actually going to go out for a walk and listen to an to a audio book. And I'm going to spend 45 minutes just listening and walking and reading. I love that. Why? Because I've built up this discipline of actually like... There was a point where I didn't enjoy it, and now I absolutely love it. You're not meant to, I don't think, necessarily enjoy it and fall in love with something straight away. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like the first part of learning anything, whether it's tying your shoelaces up, riding a bike, learning to read, something on a computer, a new bit of technology, learning to cook, you're going to mess up so much in the first few days, weeks yeah. or, or months. <laughs> and, and yet we attach this thought, feeling and emotion, but because I'm not very good at it, then therefore I'm never going to do it again. Or that you shouldn't do or it. Or you shouldn't do it. And so you I'm should not wait motivated. to feel good about it. Yeah, so I've got to wait to feel good as opposed to going, I'm just going to do it anyway. And even though um, I'm, I suck at it right now, I'm just going to keep going and beat on my craft. Yes, which is what I love for step five. Tee it up then. Tee it up. Because you were segueing there nicely. Oh. oh, we always got through the whole thing. Um, <laughs> and Fia would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> um, is... To just start, just press play just now. Just press play. Just do it. So step five. You've got all your plan in place. You know that it's not down to feeling good. You've got your time mapped out. You know exactly what you want to achieve. You know why you want to achieve it. All that is left to do is to take the action. And I think that's what people are, I don't know, maybe afraid of most in terms of like... Don't if stop I, at that bit. If I take action, <laughs> is it fear of failure? Is it fear of success? What will I think of myself? Will I judge myself? Will others judge me? Imposter syndrome, and that kicks in now. It makes it real too, it right? It makes it real because now, at this moment in time, steps really one, two, three, and four, only you ever see or feel, and to a degree, could all still be up in your head in terms mm. of your plan. I'd stress get it down on paper. 
and show somebody because the Definitely. moment you start showing other people is the moment you it becomes even more real but it's not until step five where you're like i'm now actually going to go and do my exam mm. i'm now going to post this up on social media and i've done my four or five campaigns and i'm here in the whole campaign and I've, my doors are open yes. and now other people are gonna see your actions come to fruition and i think this is what scares people most is this fear or judgment of what others will think and i want to be like so many people we said it before it doesn't matter what other people think what matters is you pressed play and also i'm going to rewind slightly because you know it doesn't matter what other people think because let's say somebody says something really bad imagine the worst you could imagine just to get you really motivated um, yeah. and at that point how do you feel? Will you feel rubbish? At that point, does that affect you from going on and doing the rest of it? No, because step four was to continue regardless of how you feel yes. because you've got the discipline in place. So you've got this thing whereby it doesn't, whatever happens, whatever somebody says, it's not going to stop you from doing yeah. what you plan to do because you're not ba doing it based and, on and feeling. The, and the reality is, like, if you're kickstarted, I'm going to be really honest, the reach you're going to get yes. is going to be quite small in the grand scheme of things but actually all you're going to get is love and support connection growth and contribution from loads of other people okay you you know the, the kind of almost irrational fear of what will people say is only up here in our own head it's not yeah. actually what's going to and sometimes happen sometimes people think when they first press go on their first post on facebook yeah. at that moment of going right publish you're gonna get a thousand that likes it suddenly a goes shares. across the entire world and every single household in in the on the world get like this little ping mm. appear like the little lights flick on and as a result they see it they don't and actually the reach is quite small so actually the sooner you make the action, the sooner you can move forwards. Um, and you don't have to worry because actually they're not all going to see it. Um, and those that see it probably love you anyway. And with this press and play, what I really <laughs> want you to do is to press play by taking some of the smallest actions first. Uh, so I think, again, a lot of people think that the press and play and getting going, it has to be this huge mammoth-like launch of or action of doing something of like i've got to learn all eight modules in my anatomy today yeah. and my exam is like you you're thinking about the end thing you're thinking about step number one the final focus the final yeah. outcome and that can be really daunting i get that i feel that as opposed to thinking right what must i do today what's well, the one little what's thing? the one little domino i've got to push over and that's what we're talking about pressing play on the one little thing so inside revision that could be i'm going to watch the first 15 minutes of tutorial one inside the boot camp well, that was easy and that's all i gotta do wicked i can do that and then what am i gonna do tomorrow i'm gonna watch another 15 minutes really is that it and actually like it sounds really i don't want to come across condescending does it uh, that's not my no well it's, it's the same as if you've got a client that's training for their first marathon yeah. you wouldn't say right first training session let's go do on a four-hour run let's go straight into the marathon let's go or, or Instead, if a client thought they were going to do a four-hour run you'd be like no 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 no, don't be silly we're not going to do a four-hour run exactly you we're don't do go straight walk jog for 10 minutes yeah where you, at, mate? you start with the smallest most achievable yeah. thing yeah. that yeah. means you could go tick up oh, lovely Perfect. you don't go straight in with the hardest heaviest part of it that is actually designed to be way down the road completely Love and that. i think that's we, we've got to stop thinking we've all we've got to have step one of thinking the final end outcome yes but actually when we get to step five all we're thinking about is what do i need to do today and who do i need to become in order to pull that off and if i push this one domino over do this one action 
And that allows me to get to tomorrow and have a prerequisite to take action tomorrow. And that's why planning stops overwhelm. Because you know where to start with this one demo. Yeah. It's not about getting And confused. pretty much what I love about this is pretty much everything we do, uh, certainly as of late, is placing in like a series of steps. And it's usually five steps. And I'm going to say if we look at, say, the Revision Mastery Bootcamps, if we look yeah. at, say, the Fitness Business Kickstarter, and we look at, Fit say, Fit Pro 31, you know, the first step is 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 always getting focused Get and focused. start and start with the end in mind. And then we go down through planning and we start chunking it down until the fifth and final step is I just gotta press play. Put it all and together. depending on what kind of package you or what you know what um course you do, it will look and feel slightly different. But in essence, we go through, start with the end in mind, get some kind of plan and put it together, go and do the content, yes. build upon the mm. final outcome. And, and what do I need to do today to, to, get get, the result. to get the result? Perfect. Yeah, and that same focus and, and sort of format we have across everything we do because it works. It's like our recipe. It's so, like, this is how we always make a cake. Yes, yeah, yeah, the different like flavors yeah. of all the cakes that we make, it's all about food. It's always the about food for Hayley. flavors of cake that we make, whether One it's day, a carrot cake or a chocolate yeah. cake or a raspberry <laughs> ripple cake, marble cake, Ooh. whatever it is. We go, well, that's what I need to do. It's still the same process. I still have to mix it up and then put it in the oven. I can't put it in the oven before I've mixed it all together. Which is why if you're listening to this in 2022 or 2025 and coronavirus is like long <laughs> gone, you're like, is it still relevant? It is 100% because this is a process. This is a recipe of making a cake. The, that, that process hasn't changed. In how many years? In, in however many ever, right? Yeah. At all. So what I really want you to do is to kind of... <sighs> Just press pause, I suppose, once you've finished the podcast, of course, and take a second just to remind yourself and write down these five steps or maybe schedule in some time to go back and listen to episode one and then episode two again and really consider like, what is my focus? Where is my end what game? What want? am I really heading towards? Is that the thing I really want? Why do I want it? And get really, really like, make it really spicy and what does it sound like? We talk like? about what your B-hack, don't like? we? Yeah, like, get yeah. really, really clear. And then think about like, right, what is the plan I need to put in place if, to reverse engineer it? What's the thing I'm trying to pull off? And when, the, in an ideal world, what's that date? And then you can reverse engineer it and say, well, I've got 10 weeks or 12 weeks. And just like we would with our client, we'd break that down into a series of mesocycles and say, well, my macro goal is 12 weeks and I'm going to have four, sorry, three lots of four weeks. Yeah. So then you can say, right, what do what I need to do? daily and weekly tasks that What do I need to do in that? weeks? Um, one, two, three, and four in order to move into five, six, seven, and eight. And if I do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight, that gives me the prerequisite to go into the final nine, 10, 11, 12 weeks. And then I get my goal. And so there's actually I a do, sequence through it. As a sequence. Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then knowing your time And now I take all of the guessing out. I put all of the certainty in. And in, in this world we live in right now where it's uncertain, I've now just completely... Yeah put aside any worries or anxieties or thoughts. I have to admit, I really feel that. Whenever, like, there's been any big changes to any kind of lockdown to announcements and government things, Neil and I sit down and we're like, cool, right, let's plan. So we plan, we get everything all out there on the table, this is what we want to achieve, we plan it all out, we carve out the time when we're going to make it happen. We then, like, remember this is just about doing what we need to every single day to make the goal happen. And we just get going on it. And and then that comes into the last couple of points. It makes me feel so much better every time. Doing the work in spite of how you feel. Because mm. some of those yes. some of those conversations we've had have been on like a, a late on a Sunday night. Certainly on the last one when we or it was late on a Monday night when we knew Monday, national lockdown yeah. was coming in. And we're like, we could After wait. After having a 
full on first day back. Yeah, the Monday fourth, and then we realised that actually we could wait till tomorrow morning. But actually, it needed to be done now. It stops your brain from it racing. Stopped. And we literally just went on a whiteboard and just dropped everything down on this huge whiteboard in the office. And suddenly you're like, okay, I can see clearly amongst this chaos because I've got sing. focus. Don't sing. Uh, amongst the, the focus and then the time frame, we can go back to the plan. Yeah. And, and then, then from you there, press play. We woke we up Tuesday morning, right? Let's press play. Go. Let's go. As if almost as if nothing Not had happened. Not old plan new plan completely yeah so, so i hope those five steps are super super clear for you yeah. and the main thing of those five steps is not to overwhelm you with a ton of things to do no, it's actually it removes the overwhelm so if you've just gone oh my god i don't have any time for this or where am i going to start start at step one <laughs> and just take your time it's so true go through each bit and just trust our process on it because it's worked not only for us but thousands and thousands of fit pros whether it's for their revision yeah. and inside their our studies uh, the qualifications they've done with us so i want to invite you to put your skepticism on the shelf nice. okay and just have a go and see how do it for a number of weeks or a couple of months and just just give it a test drive because i guarantee you're gonna get further off. than if you don't get further than if you don't <laughs> if you have yes. enjoyed today i really want you to drop a comment on social media somewhere whatever platform you're on i'd love it for you to if you know somebody that would benefit from this episode or fit pro sessions drop them a message on on instagram or facebook or whatsapp uh email send it to them and say i really think you'd like this and get let's try and get as many people listening into fit pro sessions as possible because the more people we can reach that's one of our goals this year like is to reach as many people you as can possible. also tag us in at parallel coaching on any of your platforms as at well at the end of the day it's a free resource um there's a there's a ton of value in here there's so many golden knowledge bombs in every every fit pro session um i know anyone looking for a career change whether it's in fitness or not can grab something out of this yeah. anybody that's looking to learn something new can grab something out of this you just take the word fitness or or anatomy and you input your particular yeah. thing yeah? yeah or if you're looking to yeah. grow a small business whatever business you just take out the word fitness and you put in plumber i was gonna say plumber <laughs> do, you, do you see what i mean yeah so we'd really really appreciate if you did that yeah there you go. Um, so share that with other people that you know. And if you're watching on YouTube, then make sure you hit subscribe because then you can get this podcast as a reminder every single week when we go live yeah. and any other videos we do. And there's loads of awesome stuff on there. Um, but also, if you haven't already left a five-star review on iTunes, then make sure you do that too. Cool. And with that, we will see you bright and breezy next Thursday for episode number three of four. Mm. We will see you then. See you see later. You Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity, and coach clients with confidence. We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work, and that with the right structure, support, and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So how do you learn, qualify, and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching.